0: hello and welcome to another episode of ran we booked it today we are we are talking about the ever hyped up cassandra clare (laughs) we will finally be talking about her today
1: yes it's it's been a long time coming (laughs) but before that our instagram go and check it out It's where we post about books we've read. Like, I finished a Cassandra Clare series and I posted about it there. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, so our main outline for this, we're gonna try and hit four points. We're gonna talk about her background. Like, uh, just like how she became an author, a little bit about her, that kind of thing. her book publishing journey uh, the shadow hunter the shadow hunter's world which is like her main writing and our own personal thoughts so i would grab a snack <laughs> grab a drink this one is going to be a long one
1: yes just like her books oh my god yes but We'll start with the overview of, like, her as an author, uh, which was taken from her website. So, mm-hmm. it says, Cassandra Clare was born to American parents in Iran and spent much of her childhood traveling the world with her family. She lived in France, England, and Switzerland before she was 10 years old. And then, since her family moved around so much, she found, like, familiarity in books. Every, every good book reader does that, I think. Mm-hmm. That's just how books are. And then went everywhere with a book under her arm. Two, if she probably thought she was gonna finish one, because that's what I do. <laughs> I always bring an extra if I think I'm gonna finish one. Yeah. So she, she spent high school in Los Angeles, where one of her series takes place. Um, and she used that to like write story- She used to like write stories to amuse her classmates, including an epic novel called *The Beautiful Cassandra*. Uh. Based based on, like, Jane Austen's sh- short story.
0: And then she later took her current pen name?
1: Is her name oh, not okay. Cassandra Clare?
0: No. <laughs> it's not, actually. Uh, oh, shoot. As I was doing research for this. Morgan did not yeah. know that.
1: <laughs> me, I did not. I, I did just not. found
0: this out. What is- yeah, give me a second. Her birth name is Judith Lewis. It's not a Just name. let that sink in.
1: <laughs> Just let that. Yeah, it feels like, like I've really been bad. lied to. I haven't been, but like it's it's a bomb.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. I didn't know it was a pen name until doing research for this episode. So her pen name is Cassandra Clare. Um, she was born in 1973, so she's 48 years old currently. <laughs> And has just established herself in the world of books.
1: Very firmly established herself. Oh,
0: very firmly. Yes. So it looks like after college, she lived in Los Angeles and New York, where she worked at various entertainment magazines and even some rather suspect tabloids. She started working on her young adult novel, City of Bones, in 2004, inspired by the urban landscape of Manhattan, her favorite city. Wow. In 2007, the first book in the Mortal Instruments series, City of Bones, introduced the world of Shadowhunters. The Mortal Instruments concluded in 2014 and includes City of Ashes, City of Glass, City of Fallen Angels, City of Lost Souls, and City of Heavenly Fire. Can you tell there was a a bit of a theme? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's- I mean, she knows how to title a book. Yeah. <laughs> City, she City she of kept it going. Fire? What a way yeah. to end it!
0: It is- And as she publishes these books, they get thicker and thicker. Oh yeah. As I'm sure you're well aware. And then she has like a prequel series, The Infernal Devices. And then later series, such as The Dark Artifices, which Ooh, you've finished. Yay! And all these other series that are in the same world. The Eldest Curses series, The Last Hour series, which is new, The Ghosts of the Shadow Market, The Bane Chronicles, Tales from the Shadowhunter Academy, and The Shadowhunter's Codex. And her books have more than 36 million copies in print worldwide, and have been translated into more than 35 languages. Oh, that is so impressive. 36 million copies?
1: How does she just get scarier the more you know?
0: Yeah, I'm astonished, to say the least.
1: I hope she's so proud of herself. She deserves that. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I... (laughs) Who would have thought that first book in 2007 would just... Spiral. It would spiral. It would inspire a really bad movie.
1: Oh. uh... (laughs) I haven't seen it, but I've (laughs) heard.
0: Yeah, it's not good. And a television series, which... I only watched a few episodes of, and they were okay, but it really, it really uh, solidifies the point that fantasy fantasy should not be, um, it should not be put into media as like a live action thing. Yes, because <laughs> it looks too cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's beside the point. It's
1: very hard to properly grasp the concepts and what's being presented in fantasy novels in either a movie or a TV show sometimes.
0: It can be done well
1: but you have to put like you have to put like a painstaking amount of detail in order to make it good.
0: Yeah. It and it, the support of like computer generated images, that kind of stuff, really needs to be there as well. Oh yeah. So. I don't know. It just <laughs> it requires a lot, mm-hmm. and it usually just everything looks better animated because you can make it cute. <laughs> this
1: is true. You can also stylize the characters a bit more and the environment. Right. You have more control then. You don't have to deal with the actors. That sounds bad. (laughs) But there are some benefits.
0: Yes, pros and cons to each. Anyways, anyways. (laughs) But that's like our first point. Yes. Basically, her as an author, very impressive. She's written a lot. People enjoy it. Have bought a lot of her books
1: as i've said before she's scary she's terrifying
0: she's so scary and i feel like this is a good segue to talking about her like her publishing journey and i don't even want to focus on like how did she become an author because it's not that i don't care it's just
1: i mean it seems like she liked books so then she wrote books yeah
0: Yeah, I think the point's already there, right? She liked books, wanted to write books, found it entertaining, so she did it. And
1: has done it well.
0: And has done it well, has executed it well. (laughs) Ever since her first book in 2007. And, yeah, so here's the thing, though. She has published at least, at least one book every year since publishing that first book.
1: And these books are so big.
0: They're like 800, 900
1: pages. She, ha- she had to have had like these like backlogged. Like, they're already written or something.
0: Something. Part-, part of me suspects that. And then the other part of me is like, well, there is a small chance that she just is a writing machine.
1: Yeah, but that Maybe- makes her even more scary.
0: Judith Lewis slash Cassandra Clare is actually a robot (laughs) programmed to write Shadowhunter world material. (laughs) But yeah, her, what she's published... 19, she has published 19 Shadow Hunter specific books. That's not even including the ones that got turned into graphic novels. I don't really think that counts. Because
1: <laughs> it's the same book. And then
0: it, it is. Yeah. Not because
1: it's a graphic it, novel, just because it's not the same book.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's the same book and I don't think she drew the graphics for it. It's her plot. Someone else made it visual. Yeah. And we also found out she has a new series coming. Yes. For 2023, which is called Sword Catcher. I thought
1: it was 2020 which is compl- two. oh, 2022. Oh,
0: 2022? Yeah,
1: I fixed it and then you changed it.
0: Oh, sorry. I thought it was
1: 2023.
0: No. All right. This, this year, year, next year, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> in Who the knows? future. It can, get, it can get pushed
1: back. <laughs> Anything is possible
0: yeah <laughs> who knows but it's the first book in a high fantasy series and it's about a young man raised to be the body double for an unworthy prince and a young woman destined to change the world and a host of other characters criminals princes magicians and warriors so it's very like shadow hunter-esque it sounds like it's very fantasy yeah But it's new. It's different. It's not (laughs) Shadowhunter.
1: Which intrigues me. Because I did finish The Dark Artifices and Mm -hmm. it made me like, that's only a part of the grand scheme that she has laid out with all those books. And finishing that, I'm like, oh, I would love to see everything else. But at the same time, it's so much. So seeing that she has something not Shadowhunter related, but still her writing, which I know is amazing... I'm really interested in this book already. And mm-hmm. I don't even think there's a cover to yet. Just a few sentences and I'm already yeah. a little bit sold.
0: Yeah. Right. There isn't even a real... Like, I took this directly from Goodreads. This is the description of the book right now. And it's... I'm interested. It sounds... <laughs> it sounds very... Uh... It sounds like Cassandra Clare. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and she'll do it well. She always does it well.
0: She will do it well. Yeah.
1: So if you've read Cassandra Clare before, and want is, maybe you want to see something from outside of the Shadowhunters, there's this coming up.
0: Yeah, this is something to look forward to. Yeah. Because it- maybe maybe you are just too intimidated by the 19 Shadowhunter books that exist currently. That
1: are tens of thousands of pages all together or whatnot. Tens of thousands. Did I say that right? I'm not good with saying numbers. (laughs) That's okay. But if you're too intimidated by that, then like this new series I think this could be really good for getting more people into her read into her writing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it is very daunting to see all those books. And they're so thick and everything's very interconnected. And the people in the fandom are very... They're they're deep. So, like, it's very easy to feel like there's too much.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's all these guides on when you like how you should read the books like what order and every it's just it's intense yeah (laughs) even as someone who's read like it a series and a half by her it's it's like (laughs) stuff i was i i get burnt out reading her stuff sometimes
1: it's it's a lot it's good like If you're going to do it, it will be worth it. But it's Mm -hmm. a lot.
0: Yeah. And I want to correct myself, not a series and a half. I've read two and a half series
1: from her. Give yourself more (laughs) credit, Rose.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So what have you read from Cassandra Clare?
1: I have only read The Dark Artifices, um, but she also has this uh, a little thing on Tumblr called Secrets of Blackthorn Hall, and I'm reading that as well. It's not like a book, it's just like little entries on Tumblr, but it's really good, and she updates it every Monday, so if you're listening to this right now, you can go and check and see if she's updated it yet. Ooh. It's really good, because I read the Dark Mm -hmm. Artifices, which follows Emma and Julian, and, you know, Secrets of Blackthorn Hall follow Emma and Julian and that whole crew of characters once again. Yeah. This is another reason why it's hard to get into her writing. She literally has, like, this is on Tumblr, and she's adding to the story still.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't realize it was her who wrote it. I thought it was, um, excuse me, someone else, like a fan. No, it's her. Oh.
1: But what have you read by, because you've read more than I have.
0: Yeah, just a little bit. So I've read and finished the Mortal Instrument series, which is her main original first published series.
1: Was that like the one with the ending where the the City of Heavenly Fire, that one?
0: Yeah, that one. (laughs) The series that started started, uh, her journey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I've also read The Infernal Devices, which is just three books. And that takes place in the timeline of Shadowhunters before the Mortal Instruments. And then I also read the Bane Chronicles, which is just a series of short stories about Magnus.
1: <laughs> which sounds amazing.
0: They are so funny. And it follows, like, a lot of his relationships, both platonic and romantic, throughout a whole se- like different timeline. So, like, in the 1800s and then the 1900s and then... In the 2000s. Like, it covers a really wide timeline just because he's a warlock and... They live forever. They live forever. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved it so much. (laughs) And it's actually... She writes it with someone else, I think. I don't know who... It's a book series. It's not a book series. It's just... Little Yeah, it's a bunch of novellas. It's Cassandra Clare, Maureen Johnson, and Sarah Reese Brennan. They wrote it together.
1: I know I have I've only read one series, but like I've gotten a fairly decent view of Magnus' character to know that he's extremely funny. I'm sure there's more than to him than that, but from what I saw from that one series, like it's mainly just that he's really funny
0: he is he's hilarious he's definitely the comedic relief in a lot because <laughs> he pops up in the mortal instruments so he's definitely comedic relief there but then you get to know him more through like personal stories and experiences and shenanigans that he goes through the bane chronicles oh. so I highly recommend <laughs>
1: that man is amazing
0: it's just so fun and then and then i
1: what haven't so what does that leave that you haven't read from cassandra Clare? uh
0: just everything else (laughs) um (laughs) she has yeah so the new trilogy or so the last hours um i haven't read that i tried right after i finished the infernal devices but i was like i need a break (laughs) So I haven't gone back to that. And then The Eldest Curses, which actually follows Magnus and Alec. I think that's his name, right? (laughs) Magnus and Alec. I've read the first book of that, but I think there's more than one. And at the time they had come out yet, (laughs) so I haven't read that. And I know she's co-authored books with Holly Black, right?
1: It wouldn't surprise me.
0: I think I think she has. So any of those haven't haven't read them.
1: I I, I haven't read anything else either. Although the last mm-hmm. hour intrigues me just because at her like looking on her website I saw it follows a car stairs it follows Cordelia car stairs, and you know Emma from the Dark Artifices is a car stairs, and honestly like. I love the other characters, but if I ever hear the last names Carstairs or Blackthorn, I'm instantly going to be far more interested in those than anything else. So I might check these out, because I'm also seeing some familiar names, such as Matthew Fairchild, mm-hmm. which is men- who is mentioned in Secrets of Blackthorn Hall.
0: There you go. Yes. You might get sucked
1: in. I might. This is dangerous.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, the Mortal Instruments is like the parallel to the Dark Artifices, and the Infernal Devices is the parallel to the Last Hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm reading. The, I read the Mortal Instruments and Infernal Devices, and you're reading. So the it would dark only makes sense on that oh,
1: hour. now I have to Rose. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot! Well, I'll add that to the list. <laughs> I was running out of books to read. You know what? This is fine. There you go. I'll just break down who I am to become books. Um, (laughs) It's truly fine. Anyway. This, I think this is a good time to talk about the world of the Mm -hmm. Shadowhunters. Because it's very interconnected. It is
0: wildly interconnected yeah. it is but it's 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 connected but also well written mm-hmm. uh, as far as I can tell being someone who's sporadically read her books over like who knows how long um i I haven't spotted any inconsistencies. Mm. <laughs> She's very thorough, like a shatter, sh- a shatter. <laughs>
1: wait, wait, wait. A
0: shadow of...
1: You know how what? Emma has like that board in her room and her closet in the first book? That's her wall of crazy, which is like all the clues to find her mom and dad's killer. Yeah. What if Sandra Claire has that, but for her entire book world?
0: <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her, honestly, because authors pull from their real life, and it sounds like... Her living in Los Angeles and New York. She And England. Yeah, and ha- she's put a lot of her own personal experiences into her books, it kind of sounds like. So I wouldn't put it past her if she had just that. She has an office space, and it's the whole wall of crazy.
1: <laughs> it would need to be the whole wall. Probably the whole room. This is true. All four walls. <laughs> yeah. Add a few more in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, an example of, like, just how interconnected, like, I just, I'd only seen Matthew Matthew Fairchild's name on, you know, The Secrets of Blackthorn Hall. But now I've seen it there. Like, it's so interconnected that, like, you can very easily get lost. It, Yeah. It's, it's really hard
0: to, as a newcomer, step up and find a way into it. Yes. <laughs> like, where's the starting point? It feels like the Ouroboros, the the snake eats itself kind of
1: thing. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to help all of you because I'll read the Last hour series and then I will have the Carstairs and Blackthorn family covered and Rose will have everyone else. <laughs>
0: Everyone else,
1: <laughs> like Alec, Clary, Jace—that's that, Jem. You covered them, people. Oh, all the all those people
0: over there. Yeah.
1: yeah, someone else cover Kit. That's—he's got his own thing with the secrets of the whatever they're called. S- Tales from the Shadow. No, not that one. Ghost of the Shadow Market, which is also oh okay, that's like Jim.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely interested in reading her other stuff and I really want to finish the Dark Artifices, but
1: Do it. <laughs> the ending is phenomenal. You will not be disappointed. It is one of the best endings I have ever read. Ooh. Which sucks because you know Cassandra Clare will absolutely murder those characters if she gets a chance.
0: Yes. Yes she <laughs> Yes, she will. But man, can
1: she give them some moment of happiness? Just
0: a just a small moment of happiness.
1: But it's it's worth it. You should really finish the series, please. Yeah.
0: It's definitely on the list, and I I got through at least the first. Yeah, at least the first book. I think I'll have to reread all of it, though yeah (laughs) anyways
1: keep it fresh in your mind then
0: yeah keep it fresh keep it fresh keep it real what are some of our thoughts on cassandra clare
1: i've said it multiple times she's terrifying (laughs) i'm scared of this woman would i love to meet cassandra clare yes i would be shaking
0: I don't even know what I
1: would do. <laughs> what could you do when faced with her? Yeah, like She's like the final boss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's to me it's I know she's real. I know she's a human being who has thoughts and feelings and etc. But I feel like if I met her, it wouldn't click that she was the person who wrote all of these books. Like it, i don't i don't think the experience would feel real <laughs> <laughs> if i met her would I'm very interested in meeting her oh, yeah
1: I just want to listen to her talk about shadow hunters like like just ramble on about it like just under like to see a fraction of what her mind is thinking it would be terrifying because she's keeping an entire world of books and characters and events in her mind.
0: Yeah. I honestly, I just don't know how she keeps it all straight.
1: I have not the faintest idea.
0: Because I, I've written before, and I've tried to write books with the same complexity of where there's this overarching plot but also the characters ha- have these subplots and you know it creates an interesting story that way but there's so much to keep track of Yeah and she has over 19 books and they just How? keep getting bigger <laughs> They keep getting thicker and and
1: they're books. very they're still so well written It's not like it's not like they're getting bigger because like She's just adding things. It's like they're getting bigger and she's explaining the things thoroughly enough that you understand what's happening.
0: Yeah. Like it's not it's
1: not fluff. No, not at all.
0: It <laughs> they get the the books are getting thicker. The plots are getting thicker, but not unnecessarily. Yeah. The the events that she's adding, the details that she's adding and never when you read it, it never it doesn't feel frivolous. You you know why you need to know this. Mm-hmm. You don't you may you may not know it right away, but it makes sense eventually. Nothing is it, meaningless. It, it feel, it, yeah, right. Nothing feels like wow. She just wasted my time talking about how cute that windowsill is over there. That like is <laughs> about to
1: come back. You better take. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And her characters, just how she writes the characters. Yes, they're all deep. Like, they
0: are people with feelings, and each one of them has something they're struggling with, something they're good at. Everyone has at least one dark secret that needs to be uncovered. Yeah. (laughs) One, sometimes more than one.
1: It's just it's unbelievable (laughs) it
0: really is yeah she's also very LGBTQ plus positive oh yes which is I know a point we wanted to hit and she talks about the journey that like Alec and other shadow hunters have to go through Alec um he's one of the first shadow hunters to ever come out and be like i i'm gay guys (laughs) and begin a movement that helps support other shadow hunters and i i think that's great and it it echoes real life
1: (laughs) i know one thing about reading her books like for me it felt like because i didn't read that series. So, like, for me, reading the Dark Artifices, it felt like, oh, you know, like, the Shadowhunters are just much more open to LGBTQ plus than the real world. Or, like, than the rest of the, like, mundane society. Yeah. Which I thought, yeah. I just, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, they're just a lot more open about that. Mhm. And it's probably because the work Alec did that I never read.
0: <laughs> it's it's definitely not a main plot point and it's towards the end of that series but I think it's it's a good thing to bring up and you you do kind of appreciate it more once you know what he had to go through. I do think that's interesting your perspective of oh this has already happened and <laughs> I mean, yeah. Things are already great.
1: Especially with the Fae, because the Blackthorn's got a whole thing going on with the Fae. And literally, <laughs> um, Julian's two siblings who are Fae, Mark and Helen. Helen is at the very, le- at the very least, she's gay. Because she's married a, a woman. She's- she has a wife. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mark is bi. Be- and he ends yeah. up in a polyamorous relationship. So there's that. But I guess um, with that, like, Christina struggled a bit because she was attracted to two men at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that was like, it was, it as, as you said, like, it wasn't a main plot point of like, oh my gosh, the struggle. But like, it was there of like, she was struggling. And also, that's something that's not very accepted, apparently. Polyamorous relationships. Shadowhunters aren't very accepting of those, apparently. Which I thought was strange because I'm like you accept pretty much everything else.
0: Yeah, and that's definitely a reflection of the real world.
1: <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> but it just
0: goes to show how people—you start out one way, and you can you accept—you accept one thing. Okay, now you're now you're more modern. You're more. This is this is acceptable now, and, <laughs> but there's still, like, a line. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be that line, that boundary, I guess.
1: Yeah. And then Diana. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say?
0: I just said anyways. Oh. I don't know what I'm talking okay. about
1: anymore. <laughs> anyway, Diana. I guess Diana also goes along with this, but only because of other things. So Diana is a trans character. And that's kind of, like, a big reveal, yeah. so... sorry. Oops. Oops! It's okay, you learn in the second book. Um... But she's trans, and the only reason that's frowned upon is because you can't transition without the use of mundane medicine. Uh... Mm. And that's... that's a no-no. But... Sh- everything was kept... Everything about Shadowhunters was still kept secret. Um... So that was the big thing, it was like, just the use of mundane medicine. But other than that, I'm sure no one cares, because Diana is stinking awesome. I love Diana so much. (laughs) She's awesome. Every good thing she has in her life, she deserves.
0: Heck yeah. I think Cassandra Clare I guess the theme with her is she writes about real world experiences and some of those are good like the positive movement with the LGBTQ plus but there are also some bad things, some bad realities like toxic relationships
1: (laughs) the racism, hatred, and inequality from the dark artifacts is let me tell you when you start the first Oh my gosh. Book, when yes. you start the first book, you think, okay, this is about a girl wanting to find out who killed her parents. And somehow over the course of all that, we get into a whole political scheme. Yeah. <laughs> with the cohort trying to take over the conclave so that way they can enforce their seeming like the beliefs that they think other people have even though other people don't have them Mm -hmm. of like hating mundanes and not mundanes what's the word anyone who's not a shadow hunter (laughs) they don't like them yeah and it's they're just so ingrained in it and like one of the characters Zara Dearborn for example like she was literally ready to die even after they have lost like she was just ready to die for this terrible thing and it it's its so bothersome that like people like that still exist in, in real life
0: yeah it yeah I think those those books touch on a really good point like now that we've made it past the happenings of the mortal instruments and things are getting better um now there's politics to There's deal with. yeah now there's politics and all now these that the underlying now the world is saved
1: <laughs> yeah
0: now that we have our one basic need met of not having a world that's falling apart <laughs> or ruled by
1: <laughs> Sebastian Morgan, sir. the
0: antagonist yes um now they have to deal with people. Just people. Which is thinking. worse
1: than Sebastian Morgenstern. Yeah. One like individual Sebastian Morgenstern people. is not any it's it's better than like many people who are just not right. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that they're, like, bad things that she wrote about. But, like, it's sad they exist in real life. But, like, I'm glad she's writing on the right side of things, in a sense.
0: Yeah. I think the one thing, though, she, in the original series, The Mortal Instruments, she does have that plot point of incest, <laughs> yeah. where um, About that. Clary and Jace are find out they're siblings, and then they find out they're not siblings, and it's it's this weird thing of like whether or not they are or are not siblings. The fact that they were so deeply attracted to one another. Like, that just gets played down. The incest part of it gets played down. And while the characters feel tortured by this attraction, I do wonder if that was a necessary point. Mm -hmm. Was using incest as a way to add tension to the plot worth it? Was-
1: was here because you always have to ask the question why can't the characters do this one thing or why can't they be together so was incest the answer that was the best was that the best right. answer to why can't I, these two characters be together yet
0: yeah and for me i feel like that's where my line is drawn
1: <laughs> i didn't read that series but i can agree don't mm, no
0: I feel like in it's just something that probably shouldn't be touched. And I I do understand what she was going for though. She was trying to create that tension of these two people want to be together but to compel the reader to keep reading. We're going to keep them apart and you know there will be this satisfactory It'll feel satisfying when they get together eventually, but it... I don't know.
1: (laughs) can be achieved by other means. You
0: you made me think they were siblings, and that... that's not cool.
1: If they looked at those old, like, genealogy books at, like, the Skolomans or whatever, I know those are bad, because apparently people would just write what they hoped. Like, they kind of, like, wrote, like, their dream family tree. So, like, apparently some people never actually got married. They were just like, but, like, we would hope. Yeah. Which does not make for accurate historical information. No. (laughs) I feel like the Shadowhunters were pretty bad at that. They need to get better at recording proper information for the future. Mm Mm-hmm. Get your files in order.
0: Get your files in order. Yeah.
1: Someone needs to alphabetize these again. <laughs> Other than all Is that, there I have a any... question for you. Yeah. Everything you've read, have you absolutely loved it?
0: Everything I've read by yes. her. I would say yeah. I really enjoy her writing. And, you know, there are good things and bad things about what every author writes. And their opinions. I have opinions. She has opinions. We differ on these mm-hmm. opinions. But I really, I, I love the Shadowhunter world, and I think it's a very unique take on fantasy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it te- it tells good stories with very real characters. Yes. The incest thing—that's probably where I dropped <laughs> yeah. off a of bit. <laughs> I um, was like, I don't know. Don't know about that one now. <laughs> Because it's like, y'all were just making out, and then you find out your siblings. And it's like, that's the worst way to receive news. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: See, like, the worst thing that happened in the dark artifices was Emma fake-dated Mark, so that way Julian would leave her alone. Mm Mm-hmm. That was pretty messed up.
0: Yeah. I think I remember that yeah. the beginning of that at least
1: yeah
0: well there's one thing about Cassandra Clare is she does make us wonder where the boundaries lie
1: <laughs> I just she's an amazing author and like I'm just scared of her (laughs) and all of her books.
0: Yeah, I'm intimidated. Like, if she's kind of like any aspiring writer's dream. Yes. Like, I feel like she's probably never had writer's block in her life, (laughs) or at least over the past (laughs) decade or so, she's been churning out these books.
1: It seems very picture perfect. Yes. on the outside yes, and it from does. what we can see I don't like to imagine it is on her end because I'm sure it wasn't picture perfect yeah,
0: I'm, yeah she's I'm sure she struggled just like anyone else
1: but she still got through it and wrote some awesome books like I the, in the third book I will say this in the dark artifice is like she doesn't just open the possibility of like oh here is this world that you know and live in, but, like, a different, like, fantasy side of it. But, like, there's different realms, and she has thought out, like, different dimensions as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, whole other dimension, like, where things went different. And I just... Her dedication as an author honestly, like, amazed me. Like, to be, like, so into it, like, going so deep into this world with everything she's written, it's amazing. It's amazing that she's been- she's thought of enough stuff to write in the same world for 19 books.
0: Yeah. It's- it's very impressive.
1: <laughs> it's, and they're- covering all these different people. Just like, what is in her mind?
0: Gotta be something amazing. It must be. Any other points (gasps) we need to cover?
1: Hold on. I'm sorry, this is off topic. I was just looking at the website. She did write a series with Holly Black. I got two books into that series. It turns out there's five of them! Oh! What happened? I only got two books in. And things weren't looking good. Yeah. It's just. She's an amazing author. If you ever have time or an interest to read one of her books or any of her series, I think you should. And even if it's just one series, you can still get a fairly decent grasp on everything else that's happened in Shadowhunter history as well.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, You don't have to walk walk up to this with the intention of reading all of it. No. That's my bias. <laughs> I'm a completionist. <laughs> If you just want to read one series, like, they do really capture, I I think, like, just, just as series by themselves, they tell a whole story. Mm-hmm. You don't have to read all the other ones to know what's going on.
1: Because, like, even for me, I've just read one series. I still have, like, a, and be, through that series, it informed me enough of what else had happened in the world that, like, I know... Qu- a decent amount of things, I would think, that are semi-important that have to do with the other series. Mm-hmm. Like, how funny Magnus is.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So there are definitely some common threads. And the thing about the Shadowhunter world is it it, it makes sense. Y- you may not know what a Shadowhunter is, but when they, <laughs> when they do stuff they whip out their special weapons you kind of understand what's going on even if you don't have the full context it's
1: true i think there are fun <laughs> made up words that she has too that you can think in your head and then never be sure if you're you would be able to pronounce it properly
0: yeah I'll, I'll like never ichor, what? Icor. She loves that oh, ichor? word. ichor? Icor?
1: Oh yeah, you're right. How is it how would that be pronounced?
0: It's I C H O R right. I think
1: of parabati.
0: Yeah. And I've always thought parabatai. <laughs> or what's <laughs> but, what's that
1: thing that they used to make the, the write the runes with? It's like a serif oh, blade? No, that's that's not yeah. what that is. No, I that's think, a, I think No, it that's is. just like a blade. There's like a certain word for what they use to. and It starts with an S, I'm sure of it. She'll name weapons, and I'm like. I feel like I want to look up that weapon, but at the same time, I'm a little scared.
0: Seraph blades are the primary weapon.
1: Oh, Adamas? That's like some metal that only shadow hunters can use.
0: Mm hmm. Yes.
1: It's, it's all I can think of is like it's a, I know it's the stylist that they use to do the thing, but I don't know what it's A, still- a! or whatever the heck. <laughs> S T E L E and how how is this pronounced? Why? She's written a few other things outside of the Shadowhunter world. But the Shadowhunter world she by far has developed the most. Mhm. And I think, I think reading Cassandra Clary you should try at least one of the Shadowhunter series. Maybe just one of the trilogies because those are shorter. <laughs> Yeah. I think the Dark Artifices. I'm always gonna be biased to that series, cause I love it, and that's the first series I've ever. This is the only series I've ever read by Cassandra Clare. Um, I didn't even realize how big Cassandra Clare was. Like, I knew she had other books, but I didn't recognize the name of Cassandra Clare to all these other books. So I yeah. didn't really know what I was getting into. But, like, the story was separated enough from those that it was its own thing.
0: Yeah. I feel like that, that trilogy would be a good place to start. Because then you meet these other characters and learn and they have their own series characters. about them.
1: It's a wonderful little yeah. family.
0: You just get intrigued it. It's all about by...
1: friendship. if you ever need some friends. (laughs) And the last book has art in it. Beautiful, beautiful art. There was something I was going to say, Rose. And I think it's gone. (laughs) It's okay. I can't remember. You, I can't remember. Oh, I had one last question for you. Okay. How do you think the book should be read? Chronological or published order? Oh.
0: I think they can be read either way.
1: I know that, but I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm thinking,
0: like, what would be the best experience? I think published order, that's kind of the way that I've read it, because I read The Mortal Instruments and then I read uh, The Infernal Devices. I... I I think that would be a a good way to do it because that's how she wrote the characters. She developed the characters of the mortal instruments and then developed the characters of the infernal devices and they tie into each other. So I think that'd be a good way doing it in the order that it was published. But I think you could also just pick a series randomly and read whatever you find interesting. (laughs)
1: I would agree with that. I know, order.
0: No, no, non-committal.
1: <laughs> You're non-committal.
0: Non-committal answer.
1: Uh, I'll commit. Published order.
0: Okay, I wrote there you one go. Series,
1: and technically, so technically, I haven't done it, but I believe that like the best experience with reading the series may come from published order, just because of how that's how she wrote it. So that's probably how she thought of it in a sense. Like she wrote the main series and then she's like oh there's this story that can be told before all of that happens and you know i i feel like reading it in published order would be best
0: yeah i agree
1: there anything else you've got or have we talked in circles enough
0: <laughs> i think we've talked in enough in enough we circles really,
1: i really try not to do that
0: no it's <laughs> it it's hard because cassandra clare is so bad the series works in circles yes exactly the snake eats itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really, I guess our main message here is: while she's intimidating, she's worth it. She's ri- <laughs> yeah, she's written a lot, but she's definitely worth it. She's not. I don't think she's overhyped. Oh no. She's vi- a very talented writer, and if you like fantasy, if you like co- characters that you can relate to um, that feel like real people if you like interest in plot Cassandra Clare is the way to go and you won't run out of content for a very long time
1: and if you're too intimidated go into it with the mindset I had which was literally just I'm just gonna read this one series that's it Right. and look at me now about to read another look
0: at you now (laughs) committed. Yep, I'm
1: committed to one other series she's writing, and Secrets of Blackthorn Horn- Hall, because I'm committed to the characters. She really <laughs> good characters if you can't tell.
0: They're, yeah. I just love her characters so I'm much. I'm sure you have,
1: like, the same affection for, like, Jason Clary that I have for Emma and Julian in that family.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: I have a question. Actually, I guess yeah. another one. Not my last one. Um... Are Emma and Julian mentioned in any of the series you've read? Uh no. Okay. Because Emma thinks quite often of the time when she was holed up in like the Hall of Cords in Idris. Um, while like Clary and Jason all them fought Sebastian and all of the like his like undead army. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah, no I I don't think I don't think they're mentioned. And then Mark talks about how when he last saw like Jace or whatever, he was in a cage. Mark, not Jace. I think. <laughs> See, that I think that might
0: might be in the books but it's been so long I'll have to skim through cuz they definitely Jason Clary visit the fae more than once mm-hmm. So I I could see Mark just hanging out in his in a cage and Jace being there and being like so Are You going to help me with my moral recently? quandary Yeah You got
1: kidnapped recently how you doing How you doing? How's the wild (laughs) hunts? Made any friends yet? (laughs) Ever think of your siblings?
0: I could definitely see Mark being mentioned. What a nice little Easter egg.
1: (laughs) That would be like a little funny Easter egg. Like someone who hasn't read the other series yet, just reading that, being like, who's this Mark? He's very important. You don't understand
0: you don't understand
1: he's like the ambassador between like like fairy and like the shadow hunters (laughs) now everyone gets really important jobs at the end of the last book okay I'm thinking you are children
0: I I, yeah you watch them make some good decisions some very like childish decisions and then they're given an important role (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the same with Jace and Clary. Like, they they did take down the antagonist. Good for failing Right. Oh, man. That's a big trope with her stuff. Adults are useless. Um, <laughs> Uncle
1: Arthur is literally insane. Does that count as making him useless? Uh. Cause he's kind he's of
0: because isn't he the authority figure? He's supposed to. He's
1: supposed to be. He, yeah. he is and doesn't useful, he have moments he saves... of
0: clarity where he's yeah. just not insane? He can function to pretend.
1: Yeah, those are few and far between. Yes, he's pretty useless. Otherwise. But yeah, he has his useful moments. But that's about it. That's about Diana's it. not useless. No, of course not. The Conclave is pretty useless. Their entire government system. Whenever something really bad happens, you can't turn to the Conclave because, oh, what you're doing is illegal. Uh Yeah.
0: (laughs) Funny how often that comes
1: up. It's okay. The Conclave is new. I think... I really think you should le- read the Dark Artifices, especially just for the ending, because the characters you read in that first series, like, are grown up. They really are.
0: Yeah, I need- I will.
1: <laughs> they get very, very, very important jobs, especially Alec. Ooh. And then there's a very nice Sertos of ceremony at the end of the book.
0: Oh. Yes. All right. I'll 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 finish it.
1: <laughs> this is how you get them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hook at <get> their heartstrings.
0: <laughs> Make them uh, agree while you're recording the podcast <laughs> episode.
1: You all heard it here.
0: Yeah, their word is bound forever on the internet now. Now. (laughs) Yep.
1: As long as you don't delete it in editing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause I don't edit these. (laughs) You have too much control, Rose. Do you understand that?
0: Yeah, I I I have a lot of power. Being the editor.
1: <laughs> I'm the one who's mostly on Instagram now, so that's where my power lies. You better watch it. Yes. <laughs> the followers will come to me.
0: This is true. You have the most influence.
1: Somehow. I don't know. I just keep saying, I read a book. Oh, I finished it now. It, I like to think it all started with Cassandra Clare. The reason why I'm reading like an- absolute monster right now it's cassandra clare i just read through her series i Mm -hmm. finished the series in like a month ish which is pretty good
0: yeah that's pretty good especially because her books are so thick
1: oh yes and also because you might want to take a break in between reading books if something really bad happens So finally, do you think we've covered as much as we could?
0: I, I'm i sure there's more, but this there's is a good stopping point. There's always more point. with
1: Cassante Clair, isn't there, actually.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: This is what we we'll can We'll come give. back
0: <laughs> in ten years. We'll be back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cassandra Claire, part two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. For listening to our podcast. I'm going
1: to check out our Instagram. That's where I can rise up against Rose if I need to. (laughs)
0: Lead the coup against me. (laughs) If if need be. If need be. (laughs) As As for now. For now. We we gotta gotta book it. Okay, a little better. I was better. better.